Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals post-game show live at the BetMGM Sportsbook at the Great Lawn at State Prime Stadium. Brought to you by our friends at Arizona Lottery. Johnny Venerable, Bobrock, Britton Golden. The Arizona Cardinals walk into Philadelphia, this team that spurred Jonathan Gannon all offseason and have come out with a victory. The fourth victory on the year. Last second touchdown by James Conner and the Arizona Cardinals shocked the football world behind three second half touchdown passes from Kyler Murray. Where do we even start? Matt, yeah. Biggest win of the year. Let's start with that. Let's start with the quarterback play that we saw from the second half that we didn't see in the first half. I mean, Kyler Murray, pedestrian first half, maybe even below average to pick six. I don't care who you put the onus on there, but it was bad for the Cardinals as an offense. They couldn't cash in. They were far from that in the second half. Kyler Murray comes out and delivers in the second half. Goes 13 for 14, I believe, on the afternoon in the second half. 133 yards passing and three toddies and makes an engineers four consecutive touchdown drives. All four of their second half possessions, they find pay dirt, and it was the return of K1 today. That's what we've been asking we for. for it. He delivered. That's exactly what you needed. That's what Kyler needed. That's what Jonathan Gannon needed. That's what the whole franchise needed was to see Kyler Murray come out in that second half and dial it in, throw the ball where it's supposed to be thrown. A couple of those throws, they showed the replay. He couldn't even see over the offensive line. Yep. A couple, and it was a perfect on-point pass. That's everything we've been waiting to see from Kyler Murray this year, and he brought it out. I mean, what he did all game long, right? Outside of the bad interception, whether it was his fault, whether it was Michael Wilson's fault, X that out. He moved the football yeah. all game long. The Cardinals controlled this game. They had over 40 minutes of time of possession, right? Even with a depleted defense, if you can hold the ball on offense for 40 minutes, even a depleted defense can get it done. They're rested. They have time. They can see it. They can make adjustments, and they can go out there and, and put it on, on the field is what they did today. And uh, this is the best showing we've seen out of the offense for the Cardinals all season long. I, they had hiccups in the first half. The interception for a touchdown, not good for Kyler Murray. A couple spurned, uh, you know, red zone possessions, kicking field goals. But you felt like they were close. Yeah. And this is a defense in Philadelphia that got torched by Tyrod Taylor this time last week. So you knew it could be done. I'll give all the credit in the world to Kyler Murray. We sat here. I thought it was the first time kind of somber halftime show when a lot of people, if you weren't doubting Kyler Murray before the first half, I think a lot of people came into our chat, rightfully so, on the Twitter streets and said, is this really what we want to have as our franchise quarterback moving into 2024 and beyond, especially when you consider that the team may be picking first or second overall? And what did he do? He came out and responded. We're going to talk about a lot about how this implicates the draft situation for the Arizona yeah. Cardinals. But bigger than picking a singular player, including Marvin Harrison Jr. in the draft, you need a clarity at the quarterback position. I believe you got it today. Whether the Cardinals are picking two, four, seven, it doesn't matter. Kyler Murray, in a game in which his head coach wanted more than anything, despite what he's going to say in the media, he's going to say on to the next one. This meant so much for Jonathan Gannon, mm -hmm. for Kyler Murray, who himself has been spurred by the media, by a fan base, by opposing teams, can come out and have that kind of performance for his head coach, those two now, they're intertwined. Their careers, at least for the next couple of years, are intertwined together because Kyler Murray came out and said, this is my franchise. I'm here to get you a win, head coach. That's right. I'm taking a stranglehold of it, right? I'm going to make myself undeniable. We yeah. talked about it at halftime. Now they got to match up tapes, right? Yep. Now they don't even have to. I mean, we can talk about it, and we'll get more in-depth in the conversation as far as how this further plays them out of the quarterback conversation. But, man, oh, man, was it a big dub for the Arizona Cardinals and you know I, you look at this offense I mean Blake Gillikin the punter 
He didn't even take off his jacket today. Not one I mean, time. Here, here's one thing. Here's two things that can be true at the same time. One, it was an impressive offensive performance, especially in the second half from Kyler Murray and crew, because they needed to take advantage of a fraudulent defense. Yes. And that defense, my God, are they fraud? They're the, so big. The time fraud frauds. alert went, went off. They are guilty on all charges of being frauds. And uh, unfortunately for Philly in their in their window right now, they're going to have to go to the playoffs with that defense, and it's not going to play very well uh, in in any of those rounds. No, it doesn't help out at all. I mean, especially coming off of what the season we talked about it, you know, before the game at halftime about how fraudulent this defense has looked since Jonathan Gannon has left, right? (laughs) And the fact that he got all types of shit when he left to take a head coaching job because they had so much on the line getting the Super Bowl and whatnot. He took that. He got here. He struggled for most of the season. His defense struggled mainly because of talent all season long. absolutely. They performed really above their level of talent all season long. Yeah. They just weren't put in position to win. Their offense wasn't, you know, moving the football like they did today. But for Jonathan Gannon to go in there today, have an offensive show and have his franchise quarterback come in and play well, and then his defense play really well for what they did. I mean, they really shut Philly down today for the most part. Mm -hmm. And to do that against the former team with all that shit in the media that you had, I mean – He's whether he's smiling or not in his press conference, which ninety percent of the time he's not anyway. Inside this <laughs> this motherfucker is excited right yeah. now. Uh, I can tell you right now, they're, they're not going to show this inside the locker room. Jonathan Gannon is going to get the game ball from Michael Bidwell and Monty Austin Ford. Austin Ford, who looked like he was about to barf on he the sideline. <laughs> that that anxiety video. was crazy. I don't know if that was Marvin Harrison Jr. anxiety or maybe nice. just let's get this. I'm, I'm guessing it's let's get this for our head coach, but. How about his defense? He looked you, like a groom about to oh, go. Man, like he was yeah. about to get sick before. I think you'll be able to tell when you see Austin Ford on the practice field which way he was leaning toward uh, right. after this one. But you think about the defense. Jonathan Gannon, rightfully so, kicks an onside kick and is like, okay, I, I, I can't stop these guys right now. My back's against the wall. I don't have the personnel. We're losing players left and right. Let's try to catch them off guard. And if not, we'll, maybe we'll let them score really fast. How about his defense, led by Buda Baker, number three, forcing Philadelphia to take three points when they're basically on their, their, their other side of the 50-yard line? I mean, that was tailored up for them to be able to run this ball down to the two-minute warning, score a touchdown in this game. The Cardinals' defense steps up and holds Philadelphia to three points. And then what did Kyler Murray and company do? They went right down the field, methodical James Conner. And how about our guy, Greg Dorch? By the way, if you have not picked this up yet, go phnx.com, the Greg Dorch podcast, the Greg Dorch t-shirt at the Merchandise Locker. (laughs) It is going to sell out, I guarantee you, by the time this show is over. Collector's edition, Gregory Dorch, friend of the program, part of the program, 84. 87 yards today. Love to see that. But, I mean, it's all about K-1. It is. Yeah. It is. I mean, he needed the players, his playmakers, to to make big plays, and that's what Greg Dorch did. He obliged, right? What Britton said in the pregame. I mean, he caught a three-yard catch and turned it into a 40-plus-yard touchdown last week. Very similar as far as that play goes. Yeah. You know, he catches it in front of the sticks and then makes – it's just like a punt return. He makes guys miss. He's uh, – he's, he would not go down. It was going to take several tacklers to take him down and put him on the turf, and he did. And it gave the, it kind of played to the Cardinals' advantage because they could run more clock and, t- and put Philly's offense even further behind trying to, you know, they had to get in the end zone. So it was just uh, – it worked out beautifully for the Cardinals. You couldn't have drawn it up, I think, any better than this. Like, yeah. if you were going to do this, you were going to have to win the, the time of possession game. You were going to have to – 
Keep Philly's offense on the sidelines most of the game. Limit your mistakes and cash in on your opportunities. And in the second half, they were able to do that. Luckily, you know, they didn't put themselves, they didn't bury themselves in the in the first half. They tried to. Yeah. And they were able to make up for a, a slow first half with an absolute unbelievable electric second half. I see a lot of people bittersweet victory, losing the ah. draft pick. And listen, you have every right to feel that way. Absolutely. No, I mean, this is a big culture win for the Arizona Cardinals. You get clarity with Kyler Murray. But again, you're, you've, you've fallen now to potentially fourth in the draft with one week to go. Still going to get a great player. Let's get to some of these super chats, Damon Dog, if we could. Everybody's crushing it. Like this video. Subscribe to PHNX Sports here on YouTube. Ben Cork, $2 super chat. K1 to Dorch. The Greg Dorch t-shirt, by the way, is undeniable. That third down pass. You and I were talking about Dorch over the course of this game, and it's just like, is it is it too novice of me just to be like, why hasn't this been the answer all year? He's open. He's making acrobatic catches. He's driving them down inside the red zone. Like, what have they been waiting for? I, I, I think they were looking so much for Hollywood to come out, Hollywood and Rondell Moore to show up, and, and Michael Wilson as well to yeah. be that guy. And they gave him just way too many opportunities, mm-hmm. especially in the Hollywood, you know, take. I think what Greg Dortch has shown since yeah. he's been on the field, it's every single game, right? There hasn't been a drop-off. When he's targeted, the ball is caught. When he catches the ball, something happens afterwards. It's one of we were talking before, you know, after halftime. Greg Dorch is going to command six to eight to come back to Arizona because yeah. mm-hmm. even these last five, six, seven games that he's played, when he's been in the game, not to mention his return abilities, but when he's been in on offense, he has produced at a very high level. Somebody is going to pay him six to eight million dollars. You might want to do it because one, you have a guaranteed return guy. Yeah, you got a kick return, punt return guy that is dynamic in this NFL. And then you add that he's also a great wide receiver to mix with it. Like, that's somebody that you need to keep around. You need to keep in this offense. He's been a security blanket outside of Trey McBride for Kyler Murray in these last three or four weeks. It's just somebody that can help you grow, can help you move forward. He's not – I'm not saying he's your number one moving forward. You're obviously going to go find a number one in the draft or in free agency, however you do it. But that is somebody as a – and number two and number three guy that you can count on is consistent, will always show up and can help you on multiple ways on this team. You just take it for granted. With the return game, his ability, yak, yards after catch. I mean, today it's just very methodical in what he does. You know when the football is going his way, he's going to bring it down. Libertarian Sasquatch, 4 at 99. Leave it to the Cardinals to play themselves right out of generational talent. Listen, I, I that's difficult. I'm not going to discredit that at all. But I'm going to say that this game, this is bigger than winning in Chicago last week. For Jonathan Gannon to beat his former team after everything they, they put he and his family through, for Kyler Murray to come through for his coach, like Marvin Harrison Jr. and the ability to draft and, and have him on the team next year was incredibly enticing. But it's not the difference between the Cardinals succeeding next year or not. Kyler Murray being a franchise quarterback, a top 10 to 12 quarterback like he was today, that is the difference. If Kyler Murray plays like this, on a consistent basis next year, the Cardinals are going to the playoffs. The Cardinals beat the Eagles today in large part because their $52 million quarterback was unstoppable in the second half. Now, they had a tremendous run game. There are still areas for Kyler to be improved. But this is this is a bottom-tier roster in the NFL. They just went toe-to-toe in a game Philadelphia needed as the Dallas Cowboys win yesterday. Philly wanted this game, needed this game, and they got absolutely railroaded by Kyler Murray and company in the second half. That is bigger than any. That's why people were talking about Caleb Williams and Drake made of this team, mm-hmm. because you wanted to be able to win games like this. Expectations are going to change and we're going to go through the rebuilding process this offseason. But you're going to be able to turn this tape on 
And this meant something to these 52 players, and you damn well better believe it meant something to this coaching staff that you've got a franchise quarterback to build around. Yeah, you've got a guy that when crunch time arises makes the plays, right? And, you know, they needed one out of the gates the second half down 21-6, a deficit that they kind of put themselves in. Yeah. And they immediately come out, rock-solid drive, and then they then they they stack on top of that, and then they have another successful drive, and then another successful drive. Next thing you know, this game is tied, and then they get to stop in the sense of they bend, don't break on the defensive side of the football, yep. force the field goal, and then you put the ball in the hands of this guy, and, and that's why you know you envision paying him so much money is the ability to lead an offense down the field that he's now done twice, like. You put the ball in his hands with a chance to win the football game in his first game back against Atlanta, and now this game against the Philadelphia Eagles, like, and he he paid it off. Like, he, I'm sure he told his his coaches that give me that shot, put the ball in my hands, and I'm going to lead you all the way to the to the finish line. And, and let me say this: the the bittersweet victory talk, the always oh, should have lost, to did this to get Marvin Harrison. When you play this game as a player in the NFL, you play this game to win. All right, I don't care what, you know, your fan base wants, what your front office base wants. When you step across those lines, if you don't go out there to win the game every yeah. single time, then get get the hell off my field. I don't <laughs> want you on my team. I don't want you as a teammate. You're a piece of shit of a person. Like, we win. We want to win. It Like, these guys, you know, there's so much pride that goes around being a, being a player. Nobody lines up and says, I'm going out here to lose a game. Yeah. I don't give a shit if it's the, the difference in a first, the first overall pick or the 12th overall pick. When I line up to play the game, I'm out there to win. And when I can go out there and beat a top-tier team at their place, yeah, yep. I, don't, I don't give a shit where it knocks me out in the draft because at the end of the day, we have something to build off as a program, as a football team. When we turn around and look at it, we can say this is what we can do with not as much talent yep. as everybody else in this NFL. Imagine what happens when we get that talent, That's when right. we get good talent. Which you there. can add in the offseason. There's more receivers in this draft than just Marvin Harris. Is that generational? Yes. Is he one of the the best receivers that's going to come out of the draft in the last 10 years? 100%. But there is more guys in there and there's guys that fall in the Brock Purdy category, that fall in the Greg Dorch category, that just disappeared in the draft that turn around and just completely change games for you. So don't base it off of one draft pick because a lot of times that one draft pick turns out to be a fraud. I, I think it's really important, and I, you, you got to learn this lesson, especially. And we've said this multiple times. I've said this multiple times. Like rebuilds aren't for the faint of heart, and like you can't attach yourself to current players, and don't attach yourself to potential future players. Exactly. Right? Exactly. It, it's going to happen. There, there's there's several paths to a successful, consistent winner. Right. And like there, there's a there's a path out there this offseason for Monty Osford and the Arizona Cardinals to rebuild this wide receiver room. And it, it it's not the only one isn't going to be Marvin Harrison Jr. Exactly. This is a very talented uh, free agent crop potentially. But the draft especially like if they don't like they could eat their vegetables with their top pick, the fourth overall selection. They could trade down for a halt like we're going to get more into this conversation. And then they've got that Houston pick where. There's probably four to five wide receivers in this first round that are that are very 
like they're legit first round Easily. talents. Easily. Like Malik Neighbors, mm. you know, Rome uh was it Roma Dunze from from Washington. I mean, it, it is deep. And if you lose out on the Marvin Harrison sweepstakes, it doesn't mean that you can't get better at the position. No. I mean, like Washington, if they're picking top three and they don't get one of these quarterbacks, maybe maybe if they take Marvin Harrison Jr., maybe Terry McLaurin becomes available. Like there are there are so many trickle down effects, the domino effect as it relates to this offseason, but one thing remains clear. I think above all else, you needed to see him perform at a high level. He did so today. He responded. He's got three wins since he's returned. That's more uh, that quadrupled. They had one win, then they have three. That's quadrupled. Kyler Murray's our X-Factor player of the game. Let's check it out. 25 of 31, 232 yards through the air, three touchdowns, a quarterback rating, 116.7. Add in 24 yards rushing. With a, with a roster that's rebuilding, with himself coming back, not f- you know fully comfortable from the ACL and the new offense, you can tell. Like, couldn't get out of some of those sacks. That's all going to change this offseason. But it's like push comes to shove. This guy can have three t- touchdown passes. Didn't punt the football as an offense today. That's Kyler Murray. That's the, the conductor of this offense. 35 points on the NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles. What more do you need to see? I know people, people can be frustrated. We can be impatient. You're telling me with this young man in the fold for the entire offseason with the same offensive coordinator with an infusion of talent, maybe Joe Alt in the draft, maybe a couple free agent receivers, a receiver in the in the draft, Keon Coleman, somebody like that, that, that Kyler Murray can't be a Pro Bowl level quarterback again, can throw 30 touchdowns in a yeah. season. I mean, it, it is teed up now. This this was this was such a big game for Jonathan Gannon. I would say it's equally as big for Kyler Murray. And and to solidify, to slam the door shut on any conversation of a Drake May or Caleb Williams, Britain. I, 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 I love it, honestly. Yeah. I, I like where we're at. I've been a Kyler fan going, you know, and you know, I can admit, like, he's, he's not played great in some of these games. Mm-hmm. But what you needed to see, he did that in the second half today. What you needed to see, what you, you needed somebody that you could see could command an offense, could move the ball downfield with the pass game and the run game and combine it, right? And I love out of – Offensive coordinator. Petsing, he did the right thing. You had two and a half minutes to in this game, mm-hmm. and you kept the run game involved. You're down three. You got to score a touchdown. You keep James Conner involved in this in this game. You get positive plays on first down. You get positive plays on second down. You get completed passes. The ball is being moved. So I think as a whole between quarterback, offensive coordinator, I think today was arguably the best game the two of them have played together. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was absolutely sensational. Uh, Kyler Murray just on his game with his receivers, limited pass, you know, passing attack in recent weeks. I, I think this is a jumping off point. He's got a season finale next week against Seattle to do more damage. You guys are doing damage. Get this video. Let's go for 400 likes <laughs> on this postgame show. Fishbowl Flash, $5. Nice, refreshing glass of K1 Kool-Aid. Tastes even better when served Philly style. Absolutely. Is it's that like a whiz wit. Is that you put a little cheese whiz in there or yeah. what? <laughs> a little topper? I mean, it's, it's gross. You get you get your Gannon fix. Yeah. Uh, revenge against his former team, potentially costing him the, the division. And on top, you get a nice cold glass of K1 Kool-Aid. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, revenge is, is a is a dish often served cold. Yeah. It was nice. That's right. It was good to see that. Uh, Momo Murray hitting this with a 499 super chat. I really jinxed them, man. I really said it would be crazy if we beat the Eagles. We own the Cowboys and Eagles in the city of Philadelphia. Yeah, that dating back to the World Series, that is no doubt about it. An Arizona team goes across the country against all odds and leaves with a dub. How does that – I mean, when when do the, they give us the uh, 
the key to the city at this point. Do we get the Rocky statue or anything? Like, what, what comes with that? Do we get their cracked bell? Like, do we, what do we get for this outside of just ripping the heart out of their chest? Uh, you'd love to see it. Uh, Jonathan Gannon has done more with less than Philadelphia has this entire year. Turns out Philly frauds, losing both your coordinators from a Super Bowl team, it's a pretty big fucking deal. And you think about this team loading up on Georgia defenders this offseason. Oh, we have Jalen Carter. We're going we're gonna to repeat as NFC champions. We don't have Jonathan Gannon holding us back anymore. It's about coaching. And at the end of the day, you can't tell me this this Eagles team, when push comes to shove last year, in the in the dog days of the season, in the postseason, they didn't turn to Jonathan Gannon for answers. The guy that held two teams in the postseason to seven points, 14 points combined, and now you're losing to this Cardinal team. You're getting 35 points put on your ass, and you've got Matt Patricia on your sideline with his pencil in his ear. That's an embarrassment. <laughs> Good luck to you, Philadelphia. You're one and done in the playoffs. You're going nowhere. Sirianni looks like a big-time fraud now. I want to make Jonathan Gannon uncomfortable. You're uncomfortable. you got 35 points put up you, put up by a, a XFL practice squad team. <laughs> With some good players, man, I'd be embarrassed. That's I got. We got Eagles writers on Twitter right now saying that's one of the most embarrassing lot. Good, eat it, eat your big bag of <laughs> that's shit. Uncomfortable. You should be embarrassed. Yeah. You should be embarrassed for how you treated Jonathan Gannon and his family over, making them feel uncomfortable. The guy was seventy sacks, seventeen picks. You couldn't get him out of town fast enough. We want Vic Fangio. How'd Vic Fangio look today against Baltimore? Let's mm. uh, just. At the end of the day, they fired <laughs> Doug Peterson. They fired Andy Reid. They wanted Jonathan Gannon gone. This they booed you Santa Claus. They booed Santa. Yep. They threw snowballs at Santa. Good luck to you, Philly. Yeah, well, yeah. That was a great, that's, that was that's, an epic ramp it. right there. I mean, it was worth it. That, that's why a win like this, you talk about the draft ramifications, like what it could do for a fan base. It can, it can kind of like galvanize things, right? It, it can show you that with the correct coaching that can elevate a roster that's undermanned, put them in a place to pull off – the unimaginable, right? Yeah. I mean, across the board, yeah. including award-winning producer Damon Doug. I don't think any of us gave the Cardinals a chance, but Jonathan Gannon drew up the game plan to make this possible. And, you know, Kyler Murray was the, was part of the big reason of how they were able to execute it. And, and a big tip of the cap to the organization that continues to, to surprise people. And, and I think with a win like this, when we talk about the expectations for Jonathan Gannon, and yeah. we were saying this a couple weeks ago, you know, there's no way you could say at that time, like three and ten, three and eleven, that they are above expectations. But the direction of this organization, especially at the end of the season, to go like this, that means you're you're meeting expectations, if not playing above expectations, with a win on a surefire playoff team like Philadelphia. Well, the goal is to always be playing your best football at the end of the year, right? No matter if you are a you know a three and twelve, whatever, or you're thirteen and three. At the same point. You want to be playing your best football as you in. The Cardinals are not going to the playoffs, and we've known this for about 10 yeah. weeks, 12 weeks at this point, right? But the fact of the matter is, right now, they are playing good football going into the offseason, and that's all you can ask for because you're asking the same way out of your Super Bowl-winning team. The Super Bowl-winning team is playing their best football at the end of the year, Yep. right, which gives you a positive note starting in the offseason, which gives guys that are in the offseason, the free agent-wise, the big names, they're like, hey, this is a team with the right – with the right pieces can win mm -hmm. games can yeah. get to the playoffs so now you're you're starting to look like a venue where guys are going to be like hey we can go it's not going to be like as bad as it was this year 
it next year. We're going to have chances to win if we get the right pieces in. So winning right now, you know, hopefully we can do it again next week. But winning this game winning is is a huge step forward for the Cardinals. Organization. We, we talked about it when Kyler Murray came back. He had to force the issue to get them out of picking in the top three. Mm-hmm. And he's done that. Uh, barring, you know, a, a, a New England Patriot win in week 18 against the Jets, which is yeah, possible. Very possible. The Cardinals are, are not going to be picking top two anymore. And it would be presumed that Caleb Williams is going to go in the top two. Um, we're going to be number one, though, because we've beaten Philadelphia and their fraudulent fan base. You love to see that. You also love to see our friends right now at Arizona Lottery. So it may feel like the Cardinals hit the lottery today. And, and yeah, they did. Uh, but you've hit the lottery with our friends at Arizona Lottery. So the holidays might be over. But if you're interested in making some quick cash, potentially, how about a $1 scratcher that can earn you up to five hundred grand? Right, I, I'm going to tell you right now, with our luck today, I know you were dabbling on some second-half money lines for the Arizona Cardinals. It could be our lucky day. I cashed. Yeah, way. absolutely. Let's we're, go buy yeah, go spend $100 you should take on all that. Yeah. That's right. And we can go to Circle K uh, or ArizonaLottery.com. you got to be 21 years or older to play. But, again, I know a lot of people stocking stuffers this holiday season. That's over. Hey, New Year's Eve, party time. Let's do some scratchers. Let's have a great time. Naughty or nice. Again, ArizonaLottery.com. Find a realer, retailer like our friends at Circle K. Load up. $1, 10 bucks. Get get ten dollars worth of scratchers, five hundred grand on the line. I, I love those odds. They're tough to beat, right? Love Arizona Lottery, and uh, we love, of course, our friends over at Four Peaks. We talk about beating Philadelphia. That's woven within the fabric of this great state. We just seem to do it at a very high level. Just reach into their chest cavity, rip their hearts out. Also, what we do here is great beer. We brew un- unbelievable beer for the last 25, now going on 26 years over at Four Peaks. Yeah. Ring in the new year. Ring in the Cardinals. Dub over Philly with one with your favorite Four Peaks selection of beers. Follow them on social at Four Peaks Beer, at Four Peaks Pub. You headed out to a New Year's party tonight. Don't go empty-handed. Go bring BYO Four Peaks Beer for yourself and your friends. Win or lose, we booze. We booze harder when we win, actually, than we lose. Uh, Check it out. Four Peaks, 8th Street in Tempe. Uh, You got Kilt Lifter. It's the flagship. They've got a selection of IPAs that will blow you away. They've got the number one wheat beer in Arizona, the Wow Wheat. They've got the delicious barrel-aged brews that they have uh, right there at the 8th Street location. You can find Four Peaks and most of the retailers around town, including Circle K. Check them out. Got to be 21 years old. Love Four Peaks beer. This game costs the Philadelphia Eagles if you're uh, under the uh, idea that the Commanders are going to lose to the Cowboys next week. This game costs Philadelphia Eagles the NFC East mm-hmm. today. Yeah. Jonathan Gannon costs his ex-team. Kyler Murray costs the Philadelphia Eagles the division this year. I mean, I just it's not cannot be any more poetic than that. It teed up now. Philadelphia next week has to go to the Giants. They've been feisty, and uh, the Commanders are all but dead. Cowboys are going to pick that carcass next week, and the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles are going to have to go on the road and play somebody. And uh, I would assume that based on how fraudulent their defense is, uh, they're not going to go very far. Here's some Cardinals that went far today. We're going to count some Cardinals uh, because it's been an offensive performance for the ages. Uh, how about James Conner? Two total touchdowns, including the game winner, including a one-handed touchdown catch mm. from Kyler Murray when Kyler Murray was spinning out of the pocket. It was vintage K-1. James Conner, in my opinion, you guys can back me up, I would imagine. Sure. He's solidifying himself. RB1 2024. Oh, my goodness. You have to do it because he's done nothing but elevate your offense all year long. When James Conner is in the game and you're giving him touches, you have a chance to win the football game. And we've seen it over and over all year long when he's been in the game. I mean, he had probably the most quiet 120-plus rushing guards you've seen all season long. Yeah. Uh, you, you had to look up at the stat sheet and be like, 
shit, James Conner's got 85 rushing yards yep. right now. So, you know, so it's he he's produced nonstop production in the run game as well as the pass game, as you said, with that one-handed touchdown catch. And then backdooring it as Michael Carter's on there. He, he, the one-two punch since Michael Carter's been here has been phenomenal. He's made great plays. He put some dude today on a poster. Yeah, some man. guy. Some he looked like Vincent Allen Iverson out it there. It looked amazing. Yeah, crossing it's, people up. I mean, you had 200-plus yards rushing between these guys. It's That right there is enough to help you win any type of football game with a run game in that count. I mean, it's an incredible point. I mean, as far as James Conner solidifying himself uh, on this roster and at that $7.5 million cap hit, I mean, that seems like a steal. I think that's like seventh in running backs right now, and you got some big running back contracts. Uh, they're going to hit the books this offseason. James Conner through 12 games, 890 rushing yards, 111 yeah. receiving yards. That's his third season consecutive as an Arizona Cardinal at 1,000 yards from scrimmage. And a guy that uh, also finds the end zone, just has a nose for the end zone. Uh, he's got six rushing touchdowns. I think he's got about seven uh, total touchdowns on the season. Just continues to be so productive going into his age 29 season. He's like a fine wine. He just ages so well. Uh, and he would be perfect to keep in place, keep that running game where he's he's averaging five yards per carry, r- producing at a high clip. Him, Michael Carton, that one-two punch, and then maybe add his successor with one of your 13 draft picks. It just makes too much damn sense. I think, too, like with Carter under contract, 8.7 yards per clip today. Mm. James Conner, five yards per carry, 128. The, the two of them combined for damn near 200 yards on the ground and almost si- seven yards per carry. Like, there's, is there an urgency to add somebody, like, high in the draft? I, I feel pretty good about this unit, especially if you choose to upgrade it, maybe left tackle, left guard, another year from Paris Johnson Jr. Like, I think you could flush this position with a mid to late rounder, but Michael Carter has shown me and clearly has shown them, like, I'm going to be a factor in this backfield. Like, I, I can get the ball out of the backfield. I'm the shifty compliment to James Conner. Like, I, I, I think right now, unless somebody really special falls to you, you're looking day three. Like, add somebody yeah. at the top of oh, day yeah. three. A four, you've got a fourth-round pick. But James Conner, Michael Carter, what Kyler Murray can do running the football. I mean, this is the most potent rushing attack the Arizona Cardinals have had since the early 90s with, with Lomas Brown. Like, th- this this is a team that can run it on everybody. I saw Philadelphia beat reporters saying the Eagles knew the Cardinals wanted to run it today, that that was their recipe for success. They're limited at receiver, and they still couldn't stop it. Wilkinson, pull in. Yeah, a uh, you know, he had the bad play in the first half. Yeah, that, that first and goal play yeah, that we disliked yeah. from Petsing. Yeah, that uh, sabotaged that that tremendous opening drive. But man, absolutely, like you said, getting out, pulling, and then just bulldozing somebody downfield, just uh, putting a hat on a hat. It was fantastic today. Uh, third, two hundred plus rushing performance from Drew Petsing's offense, and then you can sprinkle in a couple one eighty games yeah. there. Like yeah. this is a very yeah. real rushing attack. And credit to the offensive line today as well. Too. Yeah. They were you can't run the ball that well without at least decent offensive line play, and you got it. You got it today, right? You said outside of Wilkinson's bad play in the first half, yeah. the offensive line did their job. They and stopped Hassan Reddick. Beach comes yeah, right in. Yeah, doesn't well, miss Beach, a beat. Yeah, Hassan Reddick was shut down today, which is what we talked about pregame. What you had to do, you controlled Brandon Graham. You controlled the line of scrimmage today. Which, when you run for two hundred plus yards, you own that line of scrimmage. Yeah. Right, regardless of what happens, your offensive line did exactly what they were supposed to do. They got out, so credit to the O line today. I mean, th- this is—it's pretty unreal that Nick Rollis, at 30 years old, obviously with the with Jonathan Gannon backing him up, with their defensive personnel, 
and what they were going up and what they were facing up front with Philly mm -hmm. and where their strengths are and where the Cardinals' defense's weaknesses are. We saw Dante Stills leave this game late in the game. Still had a lot to play there. Like They, they still made a Cam stop. Cam Thomas after was inactive. What they were able to do defensively in getting off the field and what Philly wasn't able to do defensively, I, I mean, there's no question any, any longer. No. No. no, this coaching staff. Jonathan Gannon was the answer to the Phillies' defense last year. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, but without you saw what's happened. No, it was a couple undrafted inside suck. linebackers. Don't you, you know? You, you, <laughs> you, that's what I'm saying, though. You lose him as a D coordinator, and your defense is atrocious. The Cardinals never had a, had trouble moving the football today. Howie no. Roseman's gonna he's gonna hire Steve Kime. He's like, I need you to figure <laughs> out our off ball linebacker situation. <laughs> you need to, you need to show me how to invest <laughs> premium draft picks in it because we we need to go against the grain. You need to fix this problem for us. I mean, they could not. Uh, the, the best compliment to a struggling defense with personnel is an offense that has time time of possession, ball mm -hmm. control. Yes. And that's what they did today. I mean, it never felt like at any point the Cardinals were struggling to manufacture yards. Let's let's do it, Damon Dog. Let's count some numbers today. This is by the numbers from our friends at Desert Financial Credit Union. They doubled time of possession today. Now, Kyler Murray had that pick six. That played a factor. But holy hell, damn near 40 to 20. Both teams had a turnover. Obviously, Philadelphia's was at the end of the game. The Cardinals doubled the rushing total for Philadelphia and had almost double in total yards. I mean, they did whatever they wanted to do offensively. And to your point, Bo, like defensively, it wasn't a big sack party. Mm -hmm. Really nice, like open field tackles. Chris Barnes had a good day. Buda Baker had one of his best games to date. I mean, you got Starling Thomas hanging on for dear life against Devontae <laughs> Smith. I mean, they didn't let A.J. Brown run wild on them. Roy Lopez is their most established defensive tackle right now. No Ledbetter, no Cameron Thomas. Dante Stills goes out. Look at these players. Joey Blunt, Dennis Gardeck, Owen Pampo, Phil Hoskins, Victor Dumacage. It is the most egregious cast of misfit toys. <laughs> and I say that with all the respect in the world. They're like, Jonathan Gannon's not going to sniff coach of the year, and he shouldn't. They have four wins. Yeah. The, this defensive roster, this defensive front seven, no one else could do what they're doing right now. Nobody. Not Bill Belichick, not D'Amico Ryans. Jonathan Gannon, the, the buy-in that he has gotten, and that's what it's about. It's about buying from your head coach. Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury flushed this roster with really high-priced veterans that had accomplished a lot, and you wouldn't see outings like this. The effort was not there. The effort's there with Jonathan Gannon. That's what matters. That's what happens when you got a coach that you could that you want to play for, though. And that's what John again has become for these guys in this locker room. It's a player's coach. It's a coach that you have a tremendous amount of respect for, mm -hmm. and you want to go out there every single day and fight to the death with it. And he's got command, like you said, he got his players to buy into the program. Right? Yes, it's been shaky all year long, but just hang with me. It's going to take a little bit to get back to the top, but I think. What they've done and what they've shown as a, as a whole right now and how Jonathan Gannon has basically taken control of this team, which is something we haven't seen. With, yeah. bad, with, with Kingsbury, you could tell there was no complete respect out there from players. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, because this team, with if Cliff Kingsbury was still the head coach right now, this would have been, if you wanted to see a tank job, tank job there because your players 
they look like they quit on him every year he was a coach here anyway. Yeah. Right, but with with a guy like Jonathan Gannon, you know these guys want to play for him, and you saw it today going out there and playing this game. So it's you you can definitely say he's he's got control of that locker room, he's got control of this team, and the players are bought into his to what he's going. Here, here's I appreciate this. I see this from Darren Urban uh, of at Cards Chatter on Twitter, uh, azcardinals.com. A quote from Gannon. I don't see much else out there from the post game press conference, but of course, downplaying things, and, and I I appreciate this in front of the media and, and also speaking to the fan base that he's not going to spike the football on his fourth win in the season. Uh, the, the last day of December, the last day of 2023, he says, quote, just another win. I'm happy for the guys. It's a tough year. We didn't do enough to play in January, but down 21-6, they could have laid down and been beat by 30. And that was the end of the quote as far as him yeah. responding to the win. And he's not going to play into and let Philly, you know, go, oh, look at this guy, you know, celebrating a, a win when it's just their fourth on the season. And, and letting the locker room know, like, look, the process paid off with the result the result this week. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we've got a lot more work to be done. Yeah. And that should excite you about the Arizona Cardinals because this is all about the process, the, that he, the groundwork that him and Monty Austinford have laid into this – this organization, a process that didn't exist. When the Cardinals would lose games under Cliff Kingsbury, they said, we'd have to look at it. We'd have to do some self-scouting. Where Jonathan Gannon, his his coaching staff, you know, everybody in that front office, they're more forward-thinking than that. They do a lot more self-scouting than that, and they're not going to be caught off guard any longer and be prepared when things go south and what direction they need to go. And, and you have to appreciate that as a fan and that, you know, once they get players in this building, that the days of losing double-digit games are going to be far behind them. Yeah, I, it just it makes you feel like they have an, an ideology, they have an idea of what they want to be, and you can see the DNA is, is written all over this team. It's like, who are the foxhole guys on yeah. this roster? I mean, Marco Wilson, respectfully, wasn't a foxhole guy. They just said it him earlier this week. It's like Greg Dortch stepping up for Hollywood Brown, and we got people in the chat, I got people DMing me, like, you have to re-sign Greg Dortch. I'm going to tell you right now, like, I, I, I think that was a priority for them before the season, as the season progressed. George told us on his podcast, all purpose, that you can catch this upcoming Tuesday, that he wants to be here. And I, I can't imagine now, with the influx of cash that they have, you don't have a conversation with him about how much he means to this roster I mean, it, and how they've it unlocked looks, it. it. To me, it's similar to Calvin Beach and Will Hernandez last year. Yeah. You come to a two mil, like two-year, you know, decent veteran ten, deal, ten, right? Ten, 10 to $12 million. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's, I hopefully that's not spitting in his face, but like, no. you know, he's I, making $2 million well, a year. I mean, so it's tripling his salary. Right think about where he's at right now. Yeah. Right. He came in, he was a contract here and he didn't, start, a million. he didn't play. He didn't play the first eight weeks on mm -hmm. offense. Right. And then your offense completely gets flipped around receiver wise. I yeah. mean, there was times we were talking about receivers didn't have catches in games the last few weeks. And it's Greg Dortch is the receiver with the catches in the game. Yeah. So he's completely allowed your offense to expand throwing the football third down he's been a he's been a magician he he needs it's, to be their slot receiver yeah next year. 10 million dollars okay. a two-year 10 million right you're paying him five a year he's gonna get six to seven of that game. that's that's you gotta really he was undrafted <laughs> you know what i'm saying he's like, still young enough and he's young yeah. he can get through this two for 10 and ball out and get yeah. him a four for 24 it, for 30 however you want to do it it's like you always say it's like what kind of added value do you have to the team on top of what you do and like mm -hmm. hollywood brown doesn't play special teams 
Greg Dorch does everything. He sets the tone. He'll go out and return a kick or a punt, and then he'll take a slant or he'll take an off-ball target and take it 20 yards upfield. I mean, Michael Wilson, Greg Dorch is probably two-thirds of receiving core and get a couple veterans or a a high-priced draft pick now that's not Marvin Harrison Jr. Now you're cooking with something a little bit. The commitment to Greg Dorch, though, needed to be there from day one. But for whatever reason, you know, I like Rondell more. He's not uh, he, he's not a receiver like Greg Dorch is. He doesn't have a natural feel for the wide receiver position like Greg Dorch does. And that's evident every I mean, time you watch. Late in the game, I don't think Kyler Murray is going to look to four like he did 83 down yeah. the stretch here. I mean, Greg Dorch had seven catches on seven targets. There was so much real estate between him and the, these, these terrible cornerbacks for the yeah. Eagles. I mean, you, you could only play what competition you get. But to go out there and, and then obviously have the success that he did, that says a lot about Greg Dortch to be able to take advantage of that. Seven catches, 82 yards, including the the big one at 20, 36 yards to put the Cardinals in a premium position to cash in and get the go-ahead score, the eventual game-winning score. It's just speaking, awesome. Speaking of cashing in, let's get back to these Super Chats. If you have not done so already, leave a like. We're getting to 500 today on this upset Sunday. Uh, Mr. Morris, 499. That's what Kyler Murray is, our franchise QB. Also, James Conner, so sexy. Well, <laughs> sexy touchdowns. Uh, sexy number six, absolutely. Thank you so much. Little Dreezy, $1.99. It's been a while since I've been here, but go Cards. Go Cardinals. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Welcome back, Little Dreezy. Absolutely. Missed you, bud. Chris, nine one two two dollars Dorch, 2024 and beyond, please. Yes, sir. I Just think, talked about it. Yep. Keep him here. Got to be in the plans. Chris understands game. Game recognizes game. How about Ben Glenn, $1.99 super sticker? Thank you so much for the support of the channel. Like this video. Subscribe to PHNX Sports here on YouTube. 4C33. We can still get Marvin Harrison Jr. when Pats and Wash are two and three. Just depends what Chicago does. I mean, yeah. like, there are still, we're going to talk about, we're going to have updated draft standings here in a little bit on the show. But, I mean, Washington, we'll see what happens against Dallas next week. Maybe maybe that game's already decided. Maybe Philadelphia. I don't know what's going to happen. But the Jets have not lost to, or excuse me, the Patriots have not lost to the Jets since 2015, <laughs> 2014, Damon Dog. So it's been over half a decade. So I think the Cardinals can definitely sneak back into the top three. But again, like, the Kyler Murray we saw today, and it's asking a lot because Seattle's playing good football. If Kyler Murray picks up right where he left off next hey, th- this week, they're going to beat the Seahawks yeah. at home next week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, you don't tell me right now they'd love to have a division win under their belt, oh, but yes. if the Seahawks lose to the Steelers today, that's really going to put a, a you know a damper on their postseason aspirations. But I, I would not after the effort that I saw today, and I know it's been an up and down season, Britain. I, I'm not counting them out against Seattle next week. No. And they're not going to count themselves. What you saw today, if this was a, a team that somebody was saying, let's lose and, and try to get the draft, let's that would have happened. Yeah. That would have been over. You would have saw it at 21-6 to 6, like Bo said earlier. You would go out there and lose by 30 points. Mm. But the fact of the matter is you're down 14, 15. Yep. You come out. You tie the game up. You win the game. You show everybody that, hey, we're not going to lay down and just take it. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you some type of fight. Like you said, I think if they come out and Kyler Murray picks up, this offense picks up where it left off, they have a really good shot at sending the Seahawks home really upset. Uh, I'm not if, a, if go Blake ahead. Gillikin, you know, I mean, he can just take his, his frosty white road uniform off right now and just put it right back in a suitcase. He doesn't have to have put to it. Wash it. No laundry. <laughs> no laundry. <laughs> if he has the same thing wearing his home reds next week, you know, yeah, they're going to have a chance to beat yeah. Seattle. Now, I mean, I think Seattle's got uh, less fraudulent defense. No doubt. Much they got less. A, they got and a they got coach. a lot to play for at the yeah, Super Bowl, sure. especially if they win today. But, I mean, they have – 
more to play for. And I know when we when I was here, BA's biggest thing was let's ruin somebody's yep. season. And yep. if it's the Seahawks, thank God, that's who we want to ruin. Because it would really, when I was here, we played them like this. It was last game, yep. last couple of games of the season. And the last two years I was here, we weren't making the playoffs, but it was let's beat them yeah. and ruin their playoff hopes right and so it's that's it's you always like beating the sea chickens especially when you can beat them at home <laughs> you also love uh making some smart financial choices not only with a super chat to phnx sports but also with our friends at desert financial desert financial credit union the official credit unit of the arizona cardinals we're here on the great lawn cardinal stadium right around the corner for more than 84 years Desert Financial has been Arizona's largest, most trusted local credit union, dedicating to creating exceptional experiences by giving back to the community and provi- providing solutions that make life better. Look to Desert Financial. You've got New Year's resolutions. How about a checking account, a savings account, mortgages, loans, credit cards, investment options, and more. If you're an Arizona sports fan, no better place to do your banking than Desert Financial Credit Union. It's the only place to show your team spirit every time you make a purchase. Get that sweet, sweet Arizona Cardinal Visa debit card. Your boy rocks it. I'd mm-hmm. show you, but then you get my pen information. <laughs> show your team spirit. Open a free checking account online. Get an Arizona Car- Cardinal Visa debit card. Check them out. DesertFinancial.com slash Cardinals, folks, to get started. We had our eyes on a souped-up, generational-type wide receiver, but we're going to diversify our portfolio potentially we in are, the draft. Yes. We'll get into well that said. with Desert Financial. But also, we put a close to our BetMGM Sportsbook stay. Next week, we put to a close... Our stay over at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Love our time spent out there. Gila River Resort and Casino at Wild Horse Pass. Join us for the Arizona Cardinals season finale against the Seattle Sea Chickens. Can they play? Spoiler. Come join us and find out. They offer an authentic and immersive experience that's next level. Find out how to take your experience to the next level. Dining room ranges from upscale to approachable. You could go to the steakhouse. You can just go get a quick bite. Join us there. Head to Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Let them show you what the next level is all about. You do you at Gila River Resorts and Casino. Visit PlayHila.com. That's G-I-L-A.com for more details. Damon Dog, producer extraordinaire, award-winning producer. What do you got for us on the draft front? Let's check it out. So uh, Houston Texans not doing his favors all year. Uh, <laughs> listen, it is what it is. Houston 9 and 7 with one game remaining, uh, a, a very pitiful game. Jacksonville wins. Uh, I believe the Colts won, and now, of course, Houston wins. So it looks like right now Houston is vying if Jacksonville wins next week. Uh, they will win the tiebreakers for that division. Houston could still make the postseason as a wild card, so we are all on the Colts bandwagon next week. Knock their asses out of the playoffs. But, again, I think we're all conditioned now. That pick's going to be somewhere in the vicinity. I think the highest right now is like 15, 16, all the way down to maybe early 20s, which makes me physically ill to think about. <laughs> but Austin Ford and company, listen, hopefully can find a really good player at that position in the draft. Uh, as as much fun as we're having today, the, the draft prospects, the draft nuts out there took a hit today. They did. Yeah. I mean, we thought when that draft day deal went down that it was going to be top five. And then we were holding out hope it was going to be top 10. Yep. And then we were holding that hope it was going to be top 15. Now we're hoping top 20. <laughs> top 20. It, it's, yeah. It's, it's been times are tough. And it's unfortunate. But if today is any example, uh, you know, you get a touchdown from your 96 overall third round receiver. Michael Wilson rebounded nicely after the pick six, yep. right? Uh, unfortunately, Garrett Williams had to leave the game 
Um, but he's had a nice season. I think he's, he's going to be somebody that sticks in the slot or, yep. or maybe his role expands next season. Those are your two third-round picks. Uh, Keetra Clark was out there. Starling Thomas was out there. The Cardinals have 14 active rookies on this roster. You can bet your ass that Monty Osterford's going to be able to take a top 20, top 25 player and turn it into a starter. Which, yeah, and I think, Britain, what's, what's optimistic for everybody is they play rookies. I mean, yes. rookies and undrafted players were out there helping them win today. So it's not like you're going to draft a player in the latter stages of the first round that that player's not going to see the field. Yeah, well, I think that shows, you know, what they were able to do in the draft, right? Yep. It's, it's got to be a great thing. I know Monty's got to feel good inside knowing that, hey, I drafted all these players last year, and we got production out of every single one of them this year. Yep. We got them all on the field. They all, for the most part, made plays and, and did what they were supposed to do. And that's, as a GM, knowing that you've had a full board of draft picks come in and help you out this season is something that they couldn't say mm-hmm. in this organization for about 10 years yep. prior to this. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm right now. We, don't get me wrong. We had draft picks come in and make massive. We had David Johnson. We had John yep. Brown. We had J.J. Nelson. We had guys like that that came in and, and turned in to really good players and, and played well early. But as a whole... We're talking about first round to seventh round and then including undrafted guys. Like I think Austin Ford did a hell of a job this year in getting production out of everybody he brought in. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I think, again, receiver is going to be a point of emphasis, Marvin Harrison Jr. or not. we still got one week to go. Think about how much the draft standings have changed just in the past two weeks alone during this holiday season. The Patriots win. The Cardinals win. Like We still have one more week, week 18, that could still play a big factor into these standings, and you never know. Teams talk themselves in and out of prospects every draft season. Drake May, Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison Jr., while they all haven't declared yet, they're all coming out. And then, you know, at the end of the day, if the Cardinals are picking fourth and they get the best player, not name those three, the best offensive tackle, the best pass rusher, I think they'll be pretty content with that. Or, who knows, what if Jalen... Daniels, Jaden Daniels has a phenomenal offseason. Yeah. They could trade out of four and root get for more that. picks. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Root for that like you were rooting for the for Kyler and Mark's team down there for the dub at the end of the game. Like, yeah. root that hard. Uh, I want to debunk something. I want to do with our guy BG here because I see this, and, and we'll get back into the super chats. But Rafa's saying this, and he's echoing a couple other people saying that Malik Neighbors at six feet tall is not tall enough to play wide receiver. I mean, wow. look, we're not talking 5'9". We're not talking 5'6". He's 6 feet tall. Like, Jamar Chase is 6 feet tall. Jalen Waddle six or 5'10". Like, 6 feet is plenty tall enough to, to make plays in this league. Oh, league. come on. This is a new game. Yeah. Man, this is this is in the 90s. This is in the early 2000s, the 90s, the 80s, where you need that 6'5", big-body guy to go across the middle. You can't hit nobody anymore. Yeah. Why do you think it's just – it's such an influx of smaller, faster, quicker receivers in the game now because why? Tyreek Hill has completely changed this game. Mm-hmm. Right? Tyreek Hill's not going to get decapitated running across the middle of the field because the guy that's going to hit him is not willing to pay $50,000. Yeah. It, it, that's, that's just stupid. The game is different. Right? Six feet is plenty. I mean, we're watching Greg Dortch. How tall is Greg Dortch? 5'8". Okay. We're watching 5'8 actually go out here and destroy people. Mm-hmm. Right? So what's, what means to tell me that a six-foot guy can't go out there and have great success? That's perfect. And Malik Neighbors, by the way, is a hell of a football player. Yeah. He'll be another great person to get out here. Right? So it's... A height, don't get me wrong, yes, you want a guy that's 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, you want an A.J. Brown type, a D.K. Metcalf type, a Julio Jones type. We watched yeah. that came back and had two touchdowns. That is ideal. Yes, sure. you'd like to have him. But to say that he can't be, you know, a really good a really good receiver because he's not 6'3", six, 6'0", six I think 6' is plenty high to be out here. Yeah. Think about some of the teams the Cardinals have beaten this year. Dallas, mm-hmm. Steelers, 
Eagles. I mean, like I to me, it's that says more about the, the character of this team and the makeup of this team than anything else. Like you beat Atlanta, they're in the postseason mix. I think you're close enough where you could take a player like a Malik Napers or somebody yes. like that or Roma Dunsey or Joe Alt or Fashion or whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And, and that can get you to that next level where, yeah, this year you're under 500. Next year, are you around 500? Are you slightly above 500? You're spending money in free agency. Like they have clearly defined needs, receiver, defensive line, cornerback, that they can attack aggressively this offseason. And again, you cannot put a price on Having Kyler Murray available the entire offseason to work with Drew Petzing, Michael Wilson, who caught a touchdown, Trey McBride. Mm-hmm. You don't think they're going to be exponentially better, all uh, including a fourth-place schedule next year? I, I think I think too many people who are banging on Kyler Murray, and I get it. You can be critical of his performance. It's like, factor that in. Think about how important it is to have an offseason, to have a healthy offseason. You're in your mid-20s learning a new offense now. I, I You cannot put a price on that. So they have rooted for internally Kyler Murray to be the guy. He took the job today. It's over. Like, I, I, people are rooting against him. And I, I get that. Pick, pick what you want. Caleb Williams, Drake May, a different veteran. Kyler Murray is going to be the quarterback of this organization in 2024. Yes. And I, I would imagine if things go to plan, he's going to get them to the playoffs next year in the, in the dismal NFC. Where 8-9 and nine or 9-8 nine and eight is going to get you there. I, I think Kyler Murray is going to have you right there and competitive next year. You have the cap dollars to improve this roster, both sides of the football, all three phases, um, and then the draft cap in order to do some. Excuse me. I mean, Kyler Murray now looking at his seven-game sample size, 65% passing, completion percentage, 1,500 yards, just at 220 per game, nine touchdown passes to five interceptions, plus he's got, what, three, four rushing touchdowns? Yep. Three, three yep. rushing touchdowns? Yep. So I think Kyler Murray, you know, I think, as we clamored for it, we, we pounded the table for it at halftime. We needed this type of performance. It was his first three-touchdown performance since October 30th, 2022, the Vikings game, which was a loss, and it was like the beginning of the hard knocks, and it felt like the beginning of the end of the previous regime. But Kyler Murray, with the win, playing himself into the future of the Arizona Cardinals. Like, he solidified that. He played him not only in the draft position out of that, but he also gave, made the case for himself with that performance and being able to turn back the clock and, and show shades of his previous self and said, okay, this is enough at that position. We don't have to look for a quarterback anymore this offseason. Maybe upgrade you know, the player p- playing behind Kyler Murray. Yeah. But as far as being able to utilize that top draft you know, capital that you have, you don't have to look at these quarterback prospects any longer. Indeed. And like you said, you can get a good receiver. You can get a good left, you know, the offensive tackle. Yep. Off, like defensive tackle because i mean you've got plenty of other needs yes receiver is a very high priority here but you've got a lot more priorities on that defensive side of the Mm -hmm. ball as well as the offensive line that you can get in here and if you can get a solid o-line that can protect kyler murray and then get him some really good receivers to come in here on the back end get some really good defensive line up front you know in this first round like you need to find ways to bolster the guys in the trenches right now. Yeah. Yeah. You need some big names. You need some guys that are that can change the game in the trenches for you. And then you use, you know, you just kind of fill in on the outside. Receiver, yeah. DBs, linebacker, however you want to look at it. A backup quarterback that can come in and you don't miss a beat. So there's there's lots of ways you can look at this. I think that, like I said, I think the trenches are, are a big factor in what we need to start with yeah. right now. So, I mean – DJ Humphreys went down yeah, today, yeah. and I, I hope a, that, that's an interesting conversation. I yeah. hope he's not 
I hope this wasn't his last game as an Arizona Cardinal because he was he played really well the second half of this year. He looked good today, blocking out in space. He's also over 30 years old, and he's making damn near $20 million next mm-hmm. year. And now suddenly, I mean, he leaves this game. We'll see what his status is next week. You figure Beach can hold that down for one week if you have to. I mean, I, for, for those of us who have who've taken a break from looking at the rest of these yeah. top 10 prospects, the best two players outside of the two quarterbacks and the wide receiver happen to play offensive tackle. Yeah. Now, a lot can change. Paris Johnson Jr. wasn't thought of as a, as a top five prospect this time last year. But uh, Fashinu out of Penn State, exceptional. Joe Alt, look at what Notre Dame did in their bowl game. Joe Alt, sensational. My favorite tackle prospect since Panay Sewell. Panay Sewell right now. Detroit took him top five. Yeah, he's, a, he's a top offensive tackle in the NFL. Look mm-hmm. what he did to the Dallas Cowboys and Micah Parsons last night. So I think that firmly reignites those conversations. It does. It, it's unfortunate. You feel for DJ Humphreys, yeah. who's, who's done nothing but what he's been asked to, to do. Uh, Jonathan Gannon is a big fan. JG's a big fan. Our buddy Cardinals Update putting out there that DJ Humphreys uh, was on crutches after the game. Uh, so, you know, it really is going to be something to, to look at going forward as far as uh, and, you know, we talk about injury guarantees as far as quarterback plays. We'll see what it, kind of type of injury guarantees a guy like DJ had. Uh, and hopefully it's nothing long term. But, you know, does it does it open or clear the path to you investing in that position more in, in with a long term outlook? As you mentioned, Fashionu, Alt, you know, this talented tackle crop that's uh, going to hit us in 2024. So. DJ Humphreys, yeah, it was it's tough. It was nice to see Kelvin Beecham to jump in there and uh, and really mix it up. I see Rafa. He, he said he just prefers Rome Adunzi over over Malik Neighbors. Yeah, I think like when you're do at this point in the draft process, it's like I like Coke over Dr Pepper. Like, yeah, you you don't you don't you're yeah, not wrong. It's early. just preference. So if you if you like the six three playmaker out of Washington, I get it. I absolutely get it. More super chats, Johnny. What else we got? Let's get to him. Uh, Jesus in the chat four ninety nine. Where's the haters now? All the Kool Aid, no tears here. K one. Number one, uh, I, I agree. Helped uh, you himself know, out today. For absolutely sure. made it made him himself uh, and this fan base feel really good about where the direction of this team is headed. Thank you so much for that super chat, Chad. Seven ninety nine. One week ago, uh, might cost a pretty penny, but cards have the ammo to move up to Commanders if Marvin Harrison Jr. is their guy. Absolutely. Like I, I think anybody who's sitting here saying the Bears are going to take Marvin Harrison Jr. first overall, I have no idea. Like, I, I still, anybody who's talking draft, who's studying the draft, insiders like our guy, Benjamin Albright, still very much believe, like, mm-hmm. Caleb Williams is the first overall pick. Well, then, okay, if New England is picking second, then if that happens, um, okay. Or the Commanders are picking second next week, and if the Patriots win, they're going to go Drake May. Marvin might be available. Like, I, I think, while well, the, the odds of you getting him took a, took a hit today, yeah. you're not out of that. No, you're not out you're of You're not out of the, out of the woods of yet. No. Absolutely could still get him. Brandon Butterfield, $1.99, deep wide receiver draft. A lot of talent outside of MJ, MHJ, also free agents. Absolutely. And, again, like, we'll, we'll look back in March and April and be like, oh, man, really could have had the number two or three pick, and they still could. But the, the culture win today, this game today, meant infinitely more than winning against the Giants or the Commanders or even, mm-hmm. like, Houston a couple of weeks ago. This is the biggest win of the season for the Arizona Cardinals. This is the biggest win professionally for Jonathan Gannon, I would imagine, yeah. outside of getting to the Super Bowl. The amount of vitriol that was spewed on this organization for how they handled the Gannon coaching hire, you don't think Austin Ford was ready to run through a wall at the end? There's a, there's a video right now up. I can't remember who to give credit to, so please check it out on our Twitter, PHNX Cardinals, Austin Ford hugging the players as they leave the field. Mm-hmm. Just fired up, looking like an extension of the coaching staff. 
Like this, everybody's like culture with the Cardinals have to change. Culture, culture, culture. Yes, they need better players, but this is a big step forward into making this franchise, as you said, a destination franchise. Places where people can feel comfortable bringing their families, coming in and, and putting down roots and being a part of, and absorbed by this organization, welcomed by this organization. Austin Ford. Not Michael Bidwell. Austin Ford and Gannon are the people that you want at the front of the line to be the face of this football operation. Agreed. And they're doing a hell of a job with it so far. I, I'm, I'm really excited to see, you know, draft and, and forward. I'm, I'm excited mm-hmm. for 2024. Let's paint that up a little bit more, the context surrounding JT and how big this win was. Because when Gannon took the job on Valentine's Day, this was just, you know, hours removed from Patrick Mahomes – and, and the Chiefs storming back and rallying back in, in the Super Bowl. And yeah. Philly looking for a scapegoat and basically saying good riddance to a defensive coordinator who coached up a defense to 70 sacks, 17 picks. Uh, they gave up 14 points combined in the divisional round in the NFC Championship game before meeting Mahomes in the Super Bowl. And it completely discounted the coaching job that Jonathan Gannon did the, the two seasons there in Philly and, yeah. and made him out to be some sort of criminal, some sort of uh, villain, which is ridiculous. Yeah. And, and then to be, get made fun of because he approached his job with enthusiasm, the memes, the gifts, the, everything that was going on throughout this offseason. Jonathan Gannon being the, the butt of so many jokes. And then when the schedule was released, we knew that the Cardinals were going to meet Philadelphia, but we didn't know that they were going to meet him this late in the season yeah. with such uh, so much on the line is what yeah. Philadelphia was going to be playing for. Philly, you, you knew that their window was open and that this game was going to be big for them and for them to come out and Gannon to, to play spoiler, how big that is. I mean, if you go back to our schedule release show that we were able to predict correctly, by the way. We were doing a lot of this that day with this, with this game that late <laughs> but in the year. We saw that. And JG going back to Philly, and man, late December, take on on the Eagles. There's not going to be a whole lot for the Cardinals to play for. There's going to be so much to play for for Philly. You know, how are they going to get up to for that game with this roster? And man, did he did he prove so many people wrong today? I mean, just the tip of the cap. You gotta you gotta love it. True game ball for Gannon today. Absolutely, for how they how they coached this team up and got them ready to play. The true X factor. Everybody liked this video as we continue on with the super chats. Piece of Yoshi, five dollars between. Um, what's that? Uh, Fod, Kyler, Marte. Fod. Oh, come on, Fod. my guy. I'm sorry, Brandon uh, Fod. My eyes are bad. Kyler, Marte, <laughs> and Connor. The city has a lot of people that own Philadelphia. I think the Cardinals actually piece of Yoshi tweeted at the D-Max and said, is this, is, is this what this feels like? Yeah. And while I commend <laughs> the Cardinals for the victory, I would imagine it means a little bit more in the, in the postseason. I don't yeah. know. Probably. Uh, yeah, just slightly a, more, in the, especially when it has to do with the World Series. Yes, just a little bit. But we're going to, you know, we have the NFC Championship game of, of 2008-2009. Uh, Merv, 499, friend of the program, busting a move as always. Pray that the Patriots and or the Commanders win next week. Otherwise, we're out of the MHJ sweepstakes. We got one more to play. And, uh, again, I'm not discrediting the Cardinals beating the Seahawks, although the Seahawks look good right now against the Steelers. And I, I think the Jets are going to have a heavy dose of Bailey Zappi next week, and we'll see how they handle it. Yeah, that. look out for him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Johnny was uh, fearful of what Bryce Young was going to be able to do today. The Panthers, they did it. They did it. They secured uh, that we're not gonna number one overall that. pick for the Bears. Albert, $5 Super Chat. So thankful for that. Thank you, Albert. I still need to see a full season of fully buy-in. But this is exactly what you want to see from K1 in the offense. Absolutely. Jared sure. Reese, $5 Super Chat. How can people doubt K1? He is putting the ball right on the spot. Not just good, but elite leading the NFL in QBR and third down. Oh, my God. So the advanced stats support it. What you brought up earlier. So he's got... 
t- about 12 touchdowns to five picks total. So 12 rushing mm-hmm. and passing, five picks. That's a two-to-one touchdown-interception ratio with a rebuilding team off of a torn ACL. If you project that over 17 games, that's thir- almost 35 touchdowns. Is I, I mean, this, these are real numbers. If, he's, if he plays 17 games, you're going to be in the contention for the postseason. If you build up the roster, yeah. you're going to be in contention for the NFC West and the NFC. Lamar Jackson went off today for five touchdowns. I think he had like 19 passing touchdowns going into the game. So doing my quick math here, like that's 24. Plus he had five rushing touchdowns. He's got 29 touchdowns total on the season. That puts you in Lamar Jackson yeah. territory. And he, he just you can see it today when he gets confidence when James because James Conner could have easily dropped that pass on third down. Oh, yeah. Is that the play of the year? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was a hell of a catch. Kyler evading from pressure. Your, from yeah, your running yeah. back at that. Yeah. If That's- if James Conner drops that ball, it's a completely different second half. When a player makes a play for Kyler Murray and the momentum that you get, Kwan, what's he do? He responds with multiple touchdown drives, two more touchdown passes to win you the game. Like, God forbid he has a receiving core that once in a while, I don't know, can go up and make a play for him, can break a play or break a tackle like Greg Dortch did last week and this week, right, that Trey McBride can do. So I I think it's just such a a load of bullshit when people are like, oh, he's got, you know, he's got to be able to do X, Y, and Z. His playmakers make up for him. DeAndre Hopkins, Hale Murray. No, no, no. Watch the NFL. Like, elite quarterbacks also have elite pass catchers most of the time. Like, Kyler Murray today proved to, to everybody, I, I think, in this collective fan base that, like, oh, shit, when he gets competent protection and his receiving core isn't a disaster, he can be a top-10 quarterback again. Yeah. That's all you need because you can take Drake May tomorrow, and he may look like Bryce Young. Yeah. I think Nathan puts in perspective here. Uh, thanks for the 199 Super Chat. Think about the Suns bubble season moment. Was this uh, oh, wow. was I this like Devin that Booker lion, you know, planking basically on his back after hitting the big shot in the bubble? Uh, that's a good comparison. How about uh, Blake saying, do these people not realize how we got Larry in 04? Almost. This is the exact same way uh, versus the Vikings in 03. Was that uh, Josh McCown with the yeah. last second? And I, people are bringing that up on Twitter saying, like, oh, this we blew it just like we should have gotten the first overall pick that year. The Cardinals didn't have their franchise quarterback at that point. Yes, they got Larry Fitzgerald. They probably would have taken him first overall. The, the biggest point of clarity is that quarterback. It doesn't. The other positions don't matter. If you don't have your quarterback figured out, you're, you're not going anywhere. People are getting fired. People are losing their jobs or moving their families. If Kyler Murray is the guy, like he showed today, everything else is moot, assuming you can build a competent roster. And you can build a competent roster without Marvin Harrison Jr. It's not ideal. We would love to have yeah. number 18 jerseys printed up to go oh, buy yeah. down, the, you know, down the street at the team store. But the most important, Marvin Harrison Jr. can't catch passes from you and I. Mm-hmm. And that, that, like, that could be the reality in Chicago. We're all going to laugh at that. If that's a disaster and they take Marvin and they still can't win. Kyler Murray won today with a C receiving core and a rebuilding team and a defense that right now is giving up the most yardage on the ground. And he went into Philadelphia with 11 wins and took care of the Eagles today. Yeah, Chris saying, I don't care what draft spot we have. We just trust in Monty, that $2 super chat there, Chris912. Absolutely touched on that, that this guy's found talent all the way uh, top to bottom in his first draft. So you should have some uh, optimism that he's going to be able to do it with some premium picks. Chaz, 199 super chat. I told you all Gannon was going to gut them. Uh, we're going to have to gut these guys. The, to, Turning back the clock a little bit, back to his Philly days. Yeah. 
Nightingale Sunset, $5 Super Chat. If Marvin is gone at four, we got to trade down a few spots and grab more top 100. We could really build a young core of linemen on both sides of the ball. I love it. I'm yeah, here for that. Absolutely. I'm not bad at it at all. I think if you can roll the dice, trade back, and still get a top tackle, or if you if you love one of these second-tier wide receivers, do it. Uh, Marmol, Happy New Year. $5 Super Chat. Happy New Year you, Marmol. Uh Happy New Year from Spain. Well, absolutely. Thank you for tuning in from Spain. Never doubt K1 again, and Greg Dorch <laughs> must stay next year. I think. I apologize. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell. I apologize. What are you apologizing for? Because he doubted him. That was my halftime. It was my oh. my passionate. Uh, we gave Bo enough of garbage for that <laughs> in the fourth quarter. I was just calling for him to do exactly what he did. That's right. Uh, we'll some, get that video. Some scrubbed. would say that I'm. Uh, I should I should get some credit for that. Uh, yeah. I think no one will say that. I think uh, they were piping it in in the Philadelphia. Yeah. He gave him bulletin board material. And, and, and you should worked. ask Kyler when you talk to him yeah. on, on Wednesday during his press availability. Kyler, right. did you see my tweets and my uh, comments on I the didn't halftime tweet show? It. I would never put it on the bird or on the <laughs> X, whatever it's called. Alex, 499 Super Chat, as I couldn't change the subject any quicker. Connor <laughs> and MC can do this next year, too. I think we found our RB group for 2024. Uh, agreed. I mean, this, Agreed. This this rushing attack is it's a mean one too, right yeah. there. And the offensive lineman, I can't wait to talk to Baldy about this on Tuesday because he was out there with Paris Johnson Jr. and Will Hernandez, and he sees how nasty they are and how much they like to run block. It shows up in games like today. Joel Valenzuela saying for that 199 super chat. This was a get-right game for the Cardinals, LOL. As we thought, you know, it could be the potential get-right game for the Eagles. Yeah. Way to uh, not allow that to happen. Merv, our guy, nine ninety nine. If we stick at four, uh, and they really want to take Marv, we could trade up to third overall. Uh, I feel like Napier's Marv comparison is like Amon Ra and Justin Jefferson, both great, but one's on another level. I think the Cardinals have too many needs to trade picks up for Marvin Harrison yeah, Jr. I, I love Marvin. I'm not trading up for a receiver right now. I mean, you do that for a quarterback, right? Quarterback, or yeah. Trading up for receiver in a receiver-heavy draft just doesn't make any sense. So yeah. I, I, I just don't see them trading up just to get Marvin. I, I think there's a better chance, Merv, you take an offensive tackle and then you use that second first rounder and you trade it for a veteran in his mid-20s and an elite player to, to plug and play. Yeah. Yeah. So then you're, then you're getting your cost-controlled tackle to go with Paris Johnson. Then you're like, oh, shit, hey, Brian Burns, come on down. Or, hey, <laughs> you know, hey, if they tag Jalen Johnson, you want to trade. I, I think... The, the, the deeper that pick goes, and we asked our guy Brad Spielberger from PFF, it's like, if that pick's in the 20s, you remember once upon a time Stephon Diggs was dealt for a pick in the 20s. Like, I, I, I'm not ready to completely dismiss that. We'll have to wait to see where it is. Topic 64, friend of the program, infinite friend, 499, O-line, K-1, Connor Dorch often showed up and showed out dope-ass Lakers jerseys right now. Right. Oh, that's right, yeah. my guy. I thought the Lakers were playing right <laughs> no, now. Right. Has, a, has the throwback going. Yeah, that's right. Illadre saying, I need that energy guy that Johnny has. <laughs> fire emoji four times. We've been waiting all year for this. Like, yeah. I was talking to our producer, Damon, and it was like five minutes before we did the show, and he's like, anything ready for the show? And I'm like, not really. No, I'm just enjoying this second <laughs> half of football. So shout out to our producer, Damon, who, who did the heavy legwork while we could really, hopefully, like all of you, enjoy this second yeah. half. We're still 100, 650 people in the uh, watching this live please hit that like button we are making our way quickly to 400 likes pick and spreads five dollar super chat johnny there's still a chance arizona picks two to three if they lose to seattle new england loses to the jets and washington loses to dallas new england losing to the jets is more likely i don't see any chance in hell that the dallas cowboys do not beat the commanders next week uh especially like you know had philadelphia won today 
But again, that's a moot point. I do think that the, the Jets are going to lose to the Patriots, so I love that. Alex, 499, so good. Kyler and Drew didn't give up on Michael Wilson. Our receivers came out to play today. I'm with you. Like, a lot of people just, like, dismissing Michael Wilson as a non-factor. No, he's a rookie. Like, I, we came out of training camp. He was their best receiver, and he dominated, and he had a really good start to the year, mm-hmm. and then he had a, hit a rookie wall, and he got hurt. And people are ready to bail on him. This is this is normal for a rookie. He's going to end up with, I mean, I don't know how many receiving yards he has. 35. This year. Uh, oh, this year? This year he's got, let me pull him up here. This is not good good podcasting. I'm doing it on the fly. <laughs> so a he's going to end up with about 500 yards receiving this year and three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That's, not, a, that's a hell of a rookie season, honestly. That's yeah, with playing season. with Josh Dobbs and Clayton Toon and, a, you know, Kyler Murray coming back off an ACL. Michael Wilson, for almost the last pick of the third round, can he just be a good starter for you? And then you get your alpha in the first round. And then you mix in Trey McBride, who's fucking elite as a Pro Bowl tight end. <laughs> like, that's enough. That's enough. Like, I, I, we're sometimes we're too quick to anoint guys, and we're too quick to bail on people. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, myself included, like, bail on Christian Kirk too early. Look what he did. Like, Michael Wilson's having an infinitely better year than Christian Kirk did his first year. So we got to be patient. And I think uh, you don't think that Michael Wilson's going to be better after spending every waking moment with Kyler Murray this offseason. That connection is going to be electric come next September. And I give it give credit to K1 today, who, f- who clearly force fed the ball to Michael Wilson. Yeah, Michael Wilson, after that pick six, the miscommunication that we saw in the first half where he uh, you could see him visually check to something with Michael Wilson and then he, he throws it down the field and Michael Wilson looked like he was going to cut inside and it turns into a pick six. After that, four catches, 35 yards, a touchdown and a two-point conversion uh, in short yardage. The big body wide receiver proved to be valuable. 32 catches, 470 yards, three touchdowns and that two-point conversion. That's the season for Michael Wilson. He can eclipse the 500-yard receiving mark easily next next week with a 30-yard performance. Also, some uh, something that somebody can cash in as far as yardage next week. James Conner, according to Chad Ireland, he is 110-yard rushing yards away from 1,000 on the year. Wow. That's missing four games. Missing four <laughs> games. He's, he's played in, in 12 this season. He's passed and eclipsed the 1,000 scrimmage yards for a third consecutive season. Man, you got to uh, – we don't give a lot of credit to Steve Kime, him – uh, that blind squirrel finding this nut in James Conner. He certainly did that. Brendan Goff, $5 super chat. Happy New Year from Down Under, boys. Just woke up after a big night to see the results. Not sure if I should be happy or upset. I'm confused. Look, it's We're right happy. to be confused. You're probably nursing a hangover down there uh, in Australia celebrating the New Year ahead of us. But in the future, you can be happy that the Cardinals got the dub. Somebody is live streaming from the Cardinals locker room, and, and uh, this is from Cardinals Update on Twitter. Going up to Michael Wilson. Zach Pascal. Zach Pascal live streaming in the Cardinal locker room. That probably won't go over well with JG, but we're going to enjoy it. Uh, They tried to play with my name, put some respect on my name, according to Michael Wilson. We just did, young man. Keep doing your thing. Yes, sir. Uh, Love to watch it grow and develop here in the desert. Ryan, $2. The onside kick even helped, though we didn't get it. I think it helped exponentially because what you did was you shortened the field, didn't allow the Eagles to burn more time. So you basically said, if we're going to give up points, let them score quickly. But if we can stop them, which is what the Cardinals did, kick a field goal and then they won it, I think it worked out really well. Wow. I, like I, Anybody think that if, if they kick a, the, you know, the ball the length of the field and the, the Eagles have the ball to 25, the Eagles are going to run the football, yes. run the football, run the football. Worked out great. It did. It did work out. Uh, Free matter for the blind. $5 super chat. Just when I was complaining that K1 lost his clutch factor, he goes out, shuts me up, love it, (laughs) completely redeemed himself. Jack with the $4.99 super chat. The Cardinals are making the playoffs next year. Mark my words. Greg Dorch also needs a raise. He needs to be resigned. Talked about it. 
Brandon Butterfield, 199 Super Chat. Didn't notice a dip without hump. Potential cap move. Yeah, we, we talked about that a little Here, bit. Here's the cap implications. If he's a post-June 1st cut, uh, not a trade, but a cut, depending on his injury, he'd have to pass physical. $16 million in cap savings, about $6 million in dead cap, so you'd net about $10 million. Uh, again, you'd have to be 100% certain that you get his heir apparent. So I think you hang on to DJ Humphreys through the draft, and just you know, like this past year with Kelvin Beecham, like he's insurance, you kind of play it out. But if you get Joe Alt or Fashnu from Penn State and you feel like that's your left tackle next year, I, it's tough because you want DJ to have an open market. But, I mean, he's made a lot of money. He'll go and sign with another team. He'll be fine. Or, like, if you feel like you can take a Malik Napers in the top ten or somebody else, you just say, hey, DJ, get rest, get ready, assuming the injury is not severe, and we'll see you next fall. But he, he was kicking ass today before he went down. Like, I, the, the Eagles, I think, had, what, about two sacks? And I'm going to put at least one sack. And I'm going to put that on Kyler Murray because he definitely could have ran out of that mm-hmm. sack. So the offensive line, if you're talking about the MVP of this team, outside of special teams and Matt Prater, I think it's the offensive line. I mean, when's the last time we've said that? Yeah. Joel, 499, Super Chat. BG, what did you think about the onside kick? It looked like it uh, takes his away. The chances for the Eagles to run out of the clock, we just talked about that, right? Yeah. Richard, 199, Super Chat. Injured defense should thank K1. Uh, yeah, helping him out. Yeah, absolutely. It was good complimentary football, especially in the second half. Chaz, 199 Super Ch- Chat, saying Sirani needs more manure to plant dogs. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Diego Perez, $2. Thank you. Hump got hurt. Maybe we just need to draft a tackle. Talked about it. Thank Jeremy you, Diego. Bailey. Yes, thank you, Diego. $5. A win on the road plus revenge game plus Kyler playing great plus the white unis fire. Happy New Year, PHNX. Happy New Year, Jeremy, New Year. to you and yours, man. Exciting things coming in the new year. Uh, I got a video to preview that as well coming your way. Awesome. Jeremy Bailey, a win on the – oh, we got that one. All right, my bad. Mer- Merv, our guy, $10. Merv's on fire today, always busting a move, among other things. <laughs> if K1 really wants Marvin Harrison Jr., they will trade up. Malik Neighbors is great, but I feel like Neighbors' Marvin Harrison Jr. comparison is like Amon Ra. Yeah, we got that earlier, Merv. I think at, you're, you're not – you're not going to find us to, to disagree with you. I, I think absolutely, like – Marvin Harrison Jr. is in a class of his own. But, like, if it's not Marvin Harrison Jr., I don't think we should be in a position now, and I'll entertain this now because they're not in a position to draft him currently, that I'm going to discredit these other guys. Roma Dunsey is going to put on a show against Texas in the college football playoff. Mark my word. Malik Napers is probably going to run a you know, sub-4-4 at the NFL Combine. Don't you do that. <laughs> well, I, still, I think Texas is going to win, but Roma Dunsey, nobody's <laughs> been able to stop him this year. They're going to have options, and listen, they should. They're, they have four wins. They're going to get a good player. Mike, $5, friend of the program. We love our guy, Mike. Excited to see the offseason moves and draft. Hopefully the QBs go one, two, three. Love your mindset, Mike. Yep. Go Cardinals. How about them Titans barf? <laughs> Mike, Mike Rabel owes us about five spots in the NFL draft. Does he not? Here's good news, though. The Titans suck ass. That pick's going to be at the top of the third round. That Titans pick that they got last yeah. year, it was like 68, 69 before these games. I think that pick's going to be somewhere around 65, 66. Love to see that. PHX Valley Champs, $1.99. Uh, would you guys want Alt and Coleman in the first? I'd be perfectly okay Wouldn't hate it. that. If Keon Coleman has a good offseason, you know, it's tough because he ended the year. He's got some injury concerns, opted out of the bowl game. Yeah. If they can project him to have a much better NFL career than, than his last year in, at the college game, absolutely. I think there's still uh, quite a few wide receivers that I would take over Coleman. Obviously, the, you know, he can make the spectacular catch. Can he do it consistently? He liked the size, the physicality, the playmaking ability, but like neighbors, Rome, 
Um, who, who am I missing here? The kid the, out of Texas. The kid out of Texas. Yeah, yeah there's 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 a there's a lot of wideouts that I think you would probably take, but th- that's what you're looking for, right? You take uh, take Alt, you take uh, Fashionu, whoever the best tackle is. Uh, you look to improve that defense. Absolutely. I mean, the options are endless for the Arizona Cardinals, uh, my guys. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, the options are endless on the on the BetMGM Sportsbook app. We're here. We got our hard tickets. My guy went over and got Cards Moneyline second half. Uh, I hope you use the BetMGM first bet offer. PHNX is the bonus code, $1,500 in first. Come on, you think this is my first bet? No, you think this I'm, is my just, first I'm playing it up for the lead. Come on now. <laughs> Uh, if, if this is your first time using BetMGM, listen, what are you waiting for? I'm going to give you some grace. We've got a Sunday night football game tonight, Minnesota, Green Bay. We've got, I don't know, a full slate of bowl games tomorrow. There has never been a better time than jump on with our friends at BetMGM. Again, $1,500 first bet offer up to on a, a deposit of at least $10. So they're going to match you up to $1,500. If your bet does lose, your bonus bet will be available once your initial wager is settled. Let's check out Johnny's picks for today, Damon Dog. Can we see those real quick here? I, if I remember, I, I had the over 40 and a half. I also had an anytime touchdown for uh, A.J. Brown that did mm-hmm. not hit. And then, of course, uh, Trey McBride did not hit the over. So one for three on my second-to-last Johnny picks this year. I'll take it, though, because I got cards money line in my heart. 33%. Not very good. <laughs> you can be better, though. Sign up for BetMGM. Use that bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. Now listen to my guy Shane Diefenbach talk about it in the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Big fat winner right there. I don't know if you could see that. That was uh, I got him at plus four twenty five. Yeah, your social security number on there. Uh, I do not. But that was placed at a. Let's see. That was that was placed right when the Eagles took the lead. That's I, I bet on my boy Kyler Murray to go down there and march him into the end zone, and he did. Uh, also, you know something you should bet on right now is becoming a diehard. Get in early as we are putting the final ribbon on the Arizona Cardinals 2023-2024 slate a week from today. You're going to want to be dialed into gophnx.com and all the content that we're going to deliver here in the exclusive member Discord. Only way you can access it is through becoming a diehard today. Also, you want to get that Greg Dorch t-shirt, of course, that big 36-yard play that put the Cardinals in a position to score the go-ahead score, the game-winning score. Get the Dorch t-shirt now. It's the officially licensed Greg Dorch t-shirt. Man, that's legit. You can find it at thephnxlocker.com. Look for Howard Balzer's game story. It's full free. Go phnx.com. Also, check out our friends at Circle K. I cannot wait to drive home to the East Valley from here at State Farm Stadium. Load up on premium gas, not a premium price, by becoming a member of the Inner Circle. Also, loading up for uh, the New Year's slate of games, pizza, coffee, ice-cold fountain drinks. You get every six selection of those Circle K products for free when you're a part of the Inner Circle. Save 25 cents per gallon your first five fill-ups. Save three cents on every gallon every single day. Every day you're saving money with our friends at Circle K. Gas has never been lower, and right now it can go even lower as you're a part of the Circle K Inner Circle. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for more details. couple more Super Chats. Hit that like button here on yeah, a post-game show. There's 560 people in here. Just hit, hit the like button. Subscribe. Just do it. Also, Just do it. Also 
also subscribe. Subscribe Just to PHNX. Actually, Sports. you know what? You won't hit the like button. You would never. No, you would then never. they're going to start hitting the dislike button because you're being a smart ass. No. We don't want that. Bo's just kidding. No, either say, don't do it. Like, just keep your, just sit on your hands. Is it your Kyler Murray reverse psychology you're That's trying to do? That's what I'm trying today? to do, Okay. Right. You don't I don't even want out. Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, get him out of here. Sick. Gross. I don't want that. Uh, let's get back to these super chats. Richard, $1.99. Do we draft D-line or use free agency? I think both. you have to do both. Both. Yes, 100%. Yep. I mean, I Who think even played defensive line today? Really? Does anybody know? You guys? Were you guys out there on the field? <laughs> I, I couldn't even tell you the defensive line the Cardinals played today. And I watched the entire game. Roy Lopez and... Yep. And uh, was Darnell Dockett suited up out there? <laughs> did, they get, did they get Clayus Campbell just to come back for one game? They get a waiver from Atlanta? Kevin, That's what it felt. Kevin Strong. Okay. Roy Lopez. Okay. Dante Stills went out with an injury. Yep. Ledbetter's uh, gone. Phil Hoskins. Needle nose Phil. I, okay. Uh, Cam Thomas was inactive. Yep. Myjay Sanders has been cut. Isaiah Simmons has been traded. Zayvon Collins is a defensive end. I'm just trying to go through where we started to where we're at right now. LJ yeah. Collier is out for the year. Carlos Watkins. Uh, Carlos Watkins. Uh, Lecky Fotu's out. Rashad Lawrence is no longer on this team. Yeah, they need they need like 10 new defensive linemen. Do it. They like to have a rotation of five. Right now, their rotation is at zero. Maybe Don, <laughs> may, Dante still. They, I joke. Dante Stills has been, uh, as their final pick in the 2023 draft, it has been rock solid his first year. Hopefully, it didn't sustain too big of an injury. But uh, I think that he's probably the... The lone carryover, like yeah. you'd like, you'd think with Ledbetter, who's faced injuries throughout the season, that he can be a guy that you can bring back. He could be a rotation guy, but you're looking for starting caliber guys, and it doesn't exist on this team. Let's put a bow on this post game show. Our last one here at BetMGM, a fitting finale. The Arizona Cardinals upset Philadelphia, 35-31. Biggest takeaway today, Bo Brock. Biggest takeaway was the Arizona Cardinals coming alive in the second half. Kyler Murray really taking hold of what was his before the starting quarterback position, right? It was something we, we needed this type of performance. We've been clamoring for it. Kyler Murray finally obliged, did it in the second half. 13 for 14, 133 yards, three touchdowns in the second half alone after a lackluster first half, which had me clamoring, begging for him to turn things around, maybe even opening the door, keeping the door open for a quarterback prospect. He slammed it shut in this game, and that was huge for K1. And the Cardinals organization to move forward and and look elsewhere as far as other positions of need. I think exactly what Bo said. I think Kyler Murray coming out in the second half and and basically saying, this is my job and I'm Mm going to keep it. There's no need for you to go look for somebody else in this draft first round. I think that's the biggest takeaway along with this defense that we've talked about all year long. They've been undermanned, they've been under in talent, and they've found ways to keep this football team in games. There's some of these games we should have lost by so much more, but the defense has held them in, so it's a bright spot. I mean, what I said earlier, just playing good football at the end of the season, guys, getting a win like this has got to be, it's huge for JG1. It's his going home revenge game, right? It's a big game to win at the end of the season against a team that's already clinched playoffs. I think it's just everything's going up right now for this organization. I hope I hope it continues on that path and we have a great offseason. You can't put a price on Kyler Murray winning this game for his head coach. We talked about it. Gannon and Kyler Murray have been lockstep this entire process, this rebuild from the moment they you know, embraced each other at the facility when Gannon had his opening press conference, coming to Kyler Murray's Heisman Trophy ceremony. They go over to each other's houses. They're 100% get bought in. Gannon couldn't believe the talent, the arm talent, when Kyler Murray came back and finally practiced after his torn ACL recovery timeline. But today was the crescendo. When Jonathan Gannon needed his franchise quarterback to come in and stick it to the people, 
that made his life, his family's life, a living hell for nine months, Kyler Murray had his back. After the interception for a touchdown, they rallied the troops. He and Kyler Murray and Nick Rollis and Drew Petzing in the locker room, and they came out and whooped Philadelphia's ass for two quarters and took what was theirs and knocked Philadelphia for an opportunity to win the NFC East. That, that's it. Like, next week, you know, anything can happen. You know, hopefully no injuries, win, loss, whatever, tie be damned. Kyler Murray has taken a hold on this job, and I, I do firmly believe for the immediate future, Gannon's job, his security is tied to Kyler Murray, and he wouldn't have it any other way. Love to hear it. All-star cast here. Big thanks to award-winning producer Damon Dog, of course, Britton Golden. Uh, you got BG and Johnny Memorable next week for our regular season finale. Of course, we're going to own the offseason, but join us for the regular season finale next week at Gila River Resorts and Casino at Wild Horse Pass. I'll be at the stadium just yards away from here at the BetMGM Sportsbook. Big thank you to everybody that joined in for the chat. Thank you for the super chats out there. You guys have been fantastic all season long. It's been an honor it, this entire year. This has been a banner year for PHNX Sports and PHNX Cardinals, and it's all because of every single one of you that's tuned in, has watched any of our videos, has liked, has interacted with us on social media. You make this special for every single one of us here. Uh, big thank you. We're so grateful for you guys going into 2024. Last Super Chat of the day asking if we have an update on Dante Stills. Not yet. Should learn more. He just Alex. tweeted out W. He just tweeted a W on I, Twitter. I, Hopefully I, that means good. Not uh, too bad. <laughs> we're loving life. Love it here at PHNX Sports. Like, subscribe, leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcast. Damon, BG, Bull Brock, Johnny Venerable. We'll see you manana. <laughs>